So um, I want to invite you to grab a Bible, if you would, and we are going to open up to 2 Corinthians. So I just wanted to read a little scripture um, and uh, then introduce our speakers. So um, we are uh, on uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. And um, these have kind of become, in many ways, life verses for me uh, these last years of my life as I have been a, not just your pastor here at Lighthouse, but, but been a person in recovery myself. And, uh, and I will just uh, kind of read these through, have just a comment or two to make, and then uh, we're going to hear from our speakers. We now have this light shining in our hearts But we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. So this light that we have is of Jesus, um, who shines in our life and in our hearts, um, but he he shines in vessels that are at times broken and struggle and uh, a bit fragile. That would be you and me. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. But we are pressed on every side by troubles. We are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had said, or had when he said, I believe in God, so I spoke. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, There will be great thanksgiving, and God will receive more and more glory. That is why we never give up. Read that with me. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day, for our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at all the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. As I think about um, gratitude and the things that I'm grateful for, um, the, the, the list is like too, too long to mention. Um, but I wanted, to, I wanted to say two things that have really come to mind this year um, for me. Um, one is that, um, for those who don't know, this church um, really has um, quite a, a radius of influence in its ministry, um, in its welcoming and hosting of recovery groups here. Um, and we also have um, a pretty amazing staff here who uh, help people. Um, working with them in a very close way um, day in and day out as care coordinators and peer support specialists and then others who just kind of help make sure that the ministry um, continues here. 
And um, I wanted our staff to know how grateful I am for the hard work that they do. And I know some of you are here tonight, and if you are, could you stand up? Most of I just wanted to do that so I could tell which one skipped. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm very grateful for the, for the efforts and the work that you all do. Um, and they work very hard uh, to help people, and they have the love of, and compassion of Jesus in them. Um, so I also just wanted to say this, that um, in all my preparations to be a pastor, I never thought that I would be um, a first-hand witness to the incredible miracles um, that I see happen around me all of the time. Um, whether that's, um, you know, an, you know a, a drunk getting sober, an addict getting clean, uh, somebody dealing with mental health issue, finding community and support, or whether it's somebody who is far away from God coming to know Jesus. So um, for like almost 30 years of my ministry every year, I've asked a couple of people um, from my church family, wherever I've been, uh, to share a little bit about what they're thankful for this year. And um, I always ask a couple of people um, very specifically and for a reason, because I know their story, part of their story. And I never know for sure what they're going to share. Um, but uh, this year I chose to ask uh, Jenny Wall, who I work with, and uh, Jenny is um, a peer sports specialist here at um, Lighthouse Church. And uh, so she is going to share. And then as soon as she's done, um, Dave, um, you come on up and we're going to hear from David Hendrickson. Katie, did you turn it? Oh, it's on. Yep, there it is. Um, hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm a grateful believer and an addict. Hi, Jenny. Hi. There's a lot of you guys. Jeez. Um, when Dale asked me to talk tonight, it was a hard no. And then he encouraged me and it told me that the topic was gratitude, and I told him that I would think about it. And if you know me, um, you know, talking's not really a problem. But um, <laughs> gratitude is not a problem either. It's coming up here that's the hard part. So against my better judgment, I said yes. And um, you guys will have to bear with me going forward. Uh, I am not going to do the whole testimony spiel where I tell you about my life and what led me to where I am today. But I will start by telling you guys that this Thanksgiving season, along with almost all the days of the year, I stay grateful. Psalms 9.1 says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart, and I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. This verse is what made me agree to be speaking in front of a whole church of people right now. So, getting to the good stuff. Around this time, two years ago, I was sitting in Cass County Jail waiting to be shipped off to New England for my prison sentence. While in Cass County, I was lucky enough to have had visits from my kids, my mom, a care coordinator, and my peer supports. When COVID struck, I even had my first introduction to Pastor Dale. Uh, it was around that time that I received a very, very long-winded, eloquently written letter on gratitude. The letter <laughs> included phrases like, 
I'm going to say it wrong, but I'm always going to say it wrong, Ichiri still. And uh, Thanksgiving, phrases like Thanksgiving always precedes the miracle and that which tears open our souls, those holes that splatter our sight may actually become the thin open places to see through the mess of this place to the heart-aching beauty beyond, to him, to the God whom we endlessly crave. If I'm being completely honest, I didn't understand half of the wording in the letter. Um, I did understand the assignment, though, so... The assignment was to write three things I was grateful for every day. And Lisa made this assignment even easier for me by sending stationery that was numbered 1 through 500, assuring me that once I needed to, she would send me the next 500 numbered stationery through the duration of my incarceration. And she kept true to her promise. Uh, you'd think sitting in jail or prison would limit the things uh, to be grateful, actually, for... But in truth, that's where the real growth happened. Gratitude is one of the 24 universal character strengths and one of the strengths that are most associated with having a meaningful life. And how does one build strength? They exercise, train, and work hard. There were a lot of days that it was hard to find something to be grateful for. I miss my kids, my family, my home, and just my life altogether. I wasn't always happy with the surroundings, naturally, and I was mad at myself for the choices that I chose to make that put me where I was. I kept plugging away at the list, though, three things I was grateful for every day. Lisa and I would talk, and some days we even had the same things on our list, ironically, such as tea. There are not a lot of things that you're in control of while you're locked up, but two things you're always in control of in your whole life is your attitude and your effort. So I grabbed hold of both. Even though I felt a million miles away from being the mom and the daughter that I wanted to be, I began to the journey to get there. At first, the three things I was grateful for were super simple, like tea, coffee, creamer, books, cards. Um, if you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, though, because these things still end up on my list sometimes to this day. As I began to allow the process of gratitude to chip away at my heart, I began to realize how lucky and blessed I truly was. I started adding things to my list, like just the fact that I had the opportunity to be a mom. Um, and the attitude of gratitude slowly... Hold on, I lost my place. <laughs> what did you do here, Morgan? <laughs> These... <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, we're just going to go from right here. I also got a newfound faith while I was there, which, you know, I mean, who doesn't do that? You know, check out the God thing while you're in concrete walls and you're at rock bottom. <laughs> My list started to go a little deeper and things started to change and I realized that being sober was probably one of the biggest things I should be grateful for. The more I practiced gratitude, the more I became grateful for everything happening in the moment. Walt Disney once said, the more you are in a state of gratitude, the more you will attract things to be grateful for. Before I knew it, it was happening. The women, the guards, and the opportunities that God was putting in front of me were all becoming blessings to me. I had to look at them that way for them to be portrayed to me that way, though. They became an opportunity for growth, the betterment of my current self, and the betterment of my future self. At each facility I was placed in, I was given opportunities for employment and gifted with amazing women to share Bible studies with, devotions, and socially stimulating conversations <laughs> with. 
These conversations would truly be huge factors, though, in helping nurture my relationship with God going forward. Second Thessalonians 1.3 says, We ought to always thank God for you, brothers and sisters, and rightly so, because your faith is growing more and more, and the love all of you have for one another increasing. God was keeping his promises with me. He was taking a tomboy who didn't like being friends with females and a troublemaker and turning her into a woman who was open to friendships and relationships with females. It really is a miracle. You guys have no idea. You might be thinking that considering I was in all, an all-women's facility that I really didn't have much of a choice, but I did. I chose to be friendly and open-minded to the women that were around and that were like-minded and were surrounding me. I chose to get to know the women who truly wanted to better themselves and follow Jesus. And I have some of those relationships still today, and it's really cool. I was meeting sisters in Christ in prison. Who knew that is where I would begin to do that? Little did I know what I was truly being prepared for. I was at my lowest, though, when I was sitting in New England, and I was constantly stressing over the state of my children's lives outside of the walls at the result of my decisions and my addiction. I felt helpless inside these walls, and I couldn't truly solidify my relationships with my kids and my family. So I solidified my relationship with God and decided to truly surrender to Him. Up until this point, I had done my gratitude list, worked the steps almost two times through, and I dove deeper into all things spiritual. I read the Bible daily and prayed. However, the helplessness that I felt when I was worried about these three monsters had me a chocolate mess and um, a trusted servant of God that was put with me in New England yes, they are in prisons too, told me that if I didn't put my kids in God's hands, I'd never finish my sentence successfully or get out to be the mom and daughter that I strove to be. I really didn't like this idea. I actually thought that in the Bible somewhere it had said that he put them in my hands, so I was really battling it and arguing it. I was like, I don't think that makes sense. However, all my worry wasn't doing any good and it wasn't helping fix anything. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 say, Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Anne von Camp says, Emptiness can birth the fullness of grace, because in emptiness we have the opportunity to turn to God. So I turned to God, and on a treadmill... In a women's prison gym, I fully surrendered my life and my kids over to God. Where are you going? What's happening? Um, I, they were my biggest blessings all along, even through my addiction. I surrendered them and my life, and I started praying to be reunited with my family when this was all over. And I was ready, and it was God's will. It wasn't an easy ask, but the results were pretty epic thus far, if I do say so myself. On most days. <laughs> I finished my sentence with a peace of mind only God can give you. And I know that because I was doing all the other stuff and things, and I didn't have it until I did that. Uh, this made room for some intense and, turns out, much-needed pruning in my life by my savior and treatment counselors at Tompkins in Jamestown, North Dakota. 
Once I was released and living with my mom and my three kids, sharing rooms all on top of each other, I, re I, I appreciate you. <laughs> I do. I received more lessons on how to be grateful for where I was. Once again, the conditions were not what I would have liked them to be. But God had answered my prayers and my kids were with me. I couldn't ask for much more, right? So everything has been perfect ever since the end. <laughs> um, it's not really the case, but you know, it feels perfect most days. Relearning how to be their mom though and showing them how I had changed since they had last seen me and learning who they had become was trying at times. I came home to a teenager and a 12-year-old boy and a much bigger baby. He's actually 13. I was talking about Chloe. <laughs> 12 you were 12 when I got back. Finding a job, making sure to keep my recovery a priority, and trying to find a place that would rent to a felon were all things that I did not necessarily feel grateful for at the time. I would often put my three gratitudes to the back burner until I rekindled my gratitude partner and we started texting each other every day about things we were grateful for. God reveals himself in the rearview mirrors. And after a long drive and looking into the rearview mirrors, I can now see that everything was preparing me for the next steps in my life. About five months after being released into the free world, Lighthouse Church took a chance on me. That's what I'm told. <laughs> As a peer support specialist. Sometimes you don't know when you're taking the first steps through the right door until you're already inside of it. My faith had brought me to Lighthouse within the first week of being released. And I knew it would. I even told people while I was in jail that they could find me at Lighthouse when I got out. It was my plan. Um, I didn't know that it wasn't just my plan. God had a bigger plan for me, and I will be forever grateful for him choosing to be so invested in my success. He didn't leave me throughout the entire journey, good or bad, and he was planting people in my path each step of the way to water my faith and help me, help me, row, help me grow into the person I have become. <laughs> so if you were to ask me today what I am grateful for, don't expect a short answer, don't expect coffee and creamer, but I am grateful, very grateful for them. I have thousands upon thousands of things in my gratitude list. Right now in this room alone, there are so many things that I'm grateful for. So many people, so many faces, so many experiences that I've had over the last year. People that have supported me my entire life. Amazing angelic children. People that I've learned from. People who I have grown with and grown to love. And gratitude is the single most important ingredient to living a successful and fulfilled life. Even if you can all list three simple things a day you are grateful for in that moment, things like the air you breathe, the ability to hear, the opportunity to see, be around each other, arms, feet, it could be super simple. It's life-changing, and I can promise you that. What if you woke up today with only the things you had thanked God for yesterday? Everything and every moment is a blessing. That is why today, these are on the top of my list. 
And considering I love speaking in front of people so much, I am also grateful for this opportunity to be here and be able to share this with you guys tonight. Stay grateful and have an amazing Thanksgiving. Thank you, Jenny. I'm Dave. I'm an alcoholic, a grateful member of this church, and uh, I have so much to be thankful for tonight that, uh, uh, you know, I, I fear I fear leaving something out. Uh, so uh, I was uh, I was going to wear my teeth tonight, and I forgot them. Uh, <laughs> Been, been kind of experimenting with that uh, since uh, I went through treatments and uh, I didn't mean to wear them tonight and I got to thinking after I realized it, I guess it didn't really matter, your family, and you probably don't care if I have my teeth in or not, so, so thank you. Um, uh, our, Janine and I, our lives really changed uh, shortly after our first uh, anniversary and uh, uh, we, uh, you know, I was diagnosed with cancer and uh, uh, I have to be honest, uh, there was a little bit of gratitude at first. Uh, a couple of thoughts went through my mind. Number one, that, uh, you know, I had changed my life and, and, and did something about it and, uh, you know, and came back to, came back to the church and, uh, and sobered up and, uh, you know, I no longer live the life that I that I did for so many years. And the other one was, uh, you know, that I had a life insurance policy that was pretty good because when I first sobered up, I realized I had a lot of debt. And if uh, something happened to me at that point, my family was going to be responsible for all that debt and uh, my final expenses. So, uh, you know, I was grateful that I had the, the foresight at that point to, to take care of that. So, and that was only because I was sober. Um, the overwhelming, overwhelming feelings uh, of gratitude are, just, are, are, are tonight our friends and family. I just, uh, this whole experience is, uh, I'm still kind of blown away by the, by the response of, of, of almost everybody around us. And uh, um, my wife, uh, particularly, I don't know what I'd do without Janny. Uh, she's been my rock. This whole time, um, I, 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 you know, I just feel so blessed uh, that uh, God brought us together, and uh, um, uh, I, I have to say, uh, the gratitude still pouring out of me for uh, the efforts you people put together, uh, the benefit that was held for for us, and. Uh, Particularly, uh, Lance and Carrie, I know you're watching. Uh, I, I, uh, I, the job you guys did, uh, Amy, Kai, thank you so much. Uh, I've, uh, you know, I've been to a, I've been to a, a benefit or two in the past, and they were kind of somber events compared to what, uh, what you guys had going there. Man, that was awesome. 
Man, the band was rocking, and people were, I mean, I, I thought they were going to be dancing on the tables there for a while. It was great, and uh, the food was outstanding. Everybody was happy, having a good time. Uh, uh, just, it still just amazes me. It really does, and uh, um, we're just so grateful. Uh, uh, this morning, uh, Janie and I got to go to the... Uh, Clay County Courthouse and, uh, and witness uh, little Graceland's uh, finalization of her adoption. And, um, uh, so uh, uh, we're just so grateful for little things like that. Uh, and it's not a little thing to, for you guys, but for, for, for me to be, uh, somebody to ask me with the life I used to lead to be a godchild and set an example for their daughter. Is, is a, it really shows progress in my life, I can assure you. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very grateful that we're going up to Grand Forks tomorrow to spend, uh, to spend uh, Thanksgiving Day with my family. And um, uh, things always haven't been good in my family either. You know, we've... we've uh, We've had a really a pretty tough uh, past in many years, and you know it started when I was 15 years old. Uh, my dad was an alcoholic, uh, took his life in our own home, uh, and my uh, <clears throat> my grandmother blamed uh, blamed my mother for it. We uh, my mother was an only child, so we lost uh, we lost all our cousins, aunts, and uncles in uh, in one swipe, basically, and uh, and so it was pretty rough. For, uh, for several years, uh, my mother was was devastated initially. Ended up in the psych ward, and and um, and then we had other problems too in our family. You know, when uh, there was a lot of anger, and you know, the, you know, uh, my drinking didn't help, and other people in the family drinking didn't help, and you know, we just we just had a real struggle for a lot of years. And I'm I'm really pleased to tell you that. When we get together nowadays, it's it's uh, it's peaceful and, and grateful and loving event, and uh, um, you know uh, it's only because of the work of God and in our lives that this is this has happened, you know, and uh, so uh, it's uh, it feels good to be part of something like that, and and uh, so um, I'm kind of running out of things to say. Uh, you know, I, I just the, like I said, my biggest fear just running out of things to say and people to thank. But uh, 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 you, you just, you know, I, rem- I remember years ago seeing a flyer for a uh, a benefit for somebody, and I, I thought to myself, you know, if that ever happened to me, who would ever put on a benefit for me? I don't. I didn't have any friends. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I didn't feel like I had any friends. I was, I was always a loner, uh, for the most part, and uh, and uh, I guess that was still kind of carrying with me when uh, when all this started, and and uh, and your reaction to to all this has just been phenomenal. And I I realized that you know uh, I do have a lot of friends, and um, and uh, I'm so grateful for all of you. So. And Janny too. Uh, um, you know, we—I didn't have cancer. We had cancer, and uh, 
was a big challenge for her, and, uh, and she came through uh, big time, and I'm so grateful for God bringing us together. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I think um, we've got our mic runners, and uh, let's, uh, let's go to it. Um, you're gonna, if you want to share what you're grateful for, um, get James or Flint's attention. Um, it's got to be brief. Stand up, maybe say your name, and uh, here we go. Hey, my name is Roar. Good evening. I'm grateful for my recovery, and I'm also grateful for the Lighthouse Church staff. And also my peer support, she's been such a blessing. And I'm getting tired of hearing gratefulness or gratitude list. It's, it annoys me, but I gotta, guess I got to do it. <clears throat> I'm grateful for my mom and dad and everyone that passed away. Uh, excellent. Yes, I'm grateful for um, diabetes, sobriety, and my friend Louisa. Oh, thank you, Steve. Hi, Lighthouse. I'm Louisa, and the thing I'm most grateful for are people that God allowed cross my path and in on my journey of recovery. Oh, thanks, Louisa. We're going to go back here, and then we'll come back up. Well, wait, just wait, wait, wait. We want to make sure your mic's on. Okay, you ready? My thankful thing is my family and my friends. Awesome. Hi, Lighthouse family. Um, as Dave already alluded to, after 12 years, 12 years of infertility and adoption struggles, we finalized my baby girl back there with my husband this morning. I am thankful for my family and my friends and all the people passed away. Thank you for sharing. There is a song called Thank You by 33 Miles, and as we sing, we pray twice. And it starts by, I am thankful. The first thing I get up in the morning before I have a cup of coffee, I'm thankful for the good times and the bad times. And I think all of us here are probably thankful for our bad times or we wouldn't be here. Yeah, amen. Thanks, Camille. Hello, everyone. I'm Dan. I'm an alcoholic addict. And uh, I've been with my wife since I was 16 years old. And that woman has stuck with me, and I am so thankful for her and the children she's given me for all the grief I've put in her through. Uh, I couldn't imagine going through life without anybody else but her. But uh, thank you. Dennis uh, Jensen is my name, and I'm thankful to uh, Pastor Dale and this church for making it possible for us to be here every Monday night and Thursday morning with uh, a group called Authentic Manhood 33 Series. It involves uh, some 30 
men in those two times, some of the guys from this church, and uh, thank you for being a part of touching men to the glory of God. Oh, thanks, Dennis. Hi, church family. I'm Julie. Um, I'm so thankful, and I'm sure you all are thankful that I am highly medicated. <laughs> Yes, we are. Hi, I'm Sherry, and I am so thankful to spend these holidays with my daughter I haven't for eight years. And I've been with her all week. I told her today I have not done shopping in Fargo. I might stay another. I got eye roll. But I've had a, just a grand time, and thankful for all of you for helping her. Well. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll we'll keep going for for a few minutes. Who, where where do you have better to be? Right. So, hi, I'm Jamie. Um, well, I guess like everybody said, you know, like I'm really I'm grateful and thankful for this church, um, for the people in this church, uh, for the love that you know I've received from the people from this church, even when I couldn't love myself. Um, I'm grateful for my sponsor up there. Um, I'm grateful for Julie. She's been there for me when, no, but when I've been down and out and has given me a place to stay. I really appreciate that. And I'm grateful for my friend Donna. She's, uh, she's taught me how to be in relationship with women and not have to do things. Um, she's taught me how to set boundaries. I really appreciate that. <laughs> My name is Courtney. I'm an addict, and I, too, am grateful, grateful for my recovery. Thank you, Courtney. Hi, my name is Marjorie. My oldest daughter moved back here from Tacoma, Washington, with my twin grandsons, and I have all three of my kids in town and expecting a new granddaughter at the end of March. Hi, my name is Linda. I'm an addict. Um, I just want to say I'm thankful for everyone that I've met recently, and I'm thankful for all the women I met in center, and I'm thankful for my sobriety. Awesome. I'm thankful for the misadventures that I never got caught for and all the struggles I've had to survive. Thank you, Heather. Hi, my name is Cassie, and I am thankful to be healthy and um, that my daughter is healthy. Um, last year at this time, I was in and out of the hospital, and mm -hmm. she was born premature. So I'm thankful that we're both healthy. Yeah, awesome. I'm Cheryl, and I'm grateful my kids didn't disown me and hate me because I gave them up to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. We're going to do a couple more, so. I'm thankful for God's will because it's a lot better than mine. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all agree with you, Tony. It's better than your will, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't see any other hands. Why don't, why don't you come on over and we'll, we'll sing our closing song. So um, can I just say that, um, that, that it is one of the great joys of my life to celebrate a night like this with my family. And I know that some of you I've just met, some of you I've not even met yet. But, um, you know, God is working in your life and God is working through this community. It's a remarkable place. And I want to thank you for what you do here and how you help.